Hey guys, Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvat. Time to talk 20 minutes of college football on the Radio.com app, everybody. Uh, we look at last week's games before we get into this week's game. Uh, Michigan getting trounced by Wisconsin. I think we both thought that Wisconsin could win this game, but to come out with that huge lead at half and to then go a total of 10 quarters in a row without allowing a point to see Jim Harbaugh going, fuck me. And I am going to swear because I did the You Better You Bet podcast thing, and they were swearing on there. I was going to say, we really haven't been swearing, and I feel like we should uh, begin to swear a little bit more. Well, I don't want to swear just to swear. Right. But sometimes it's needed. There's a podcast I did with Rami once where it's like, it's the bluest stuff you'll ever... I, I probably should take it down. Yeah. I did a couple with Tim and Billy, actually, <laughs> that I should probably take down. One, we discussed uh, Tim's crabs. Uh, we got into some really weird shit, so yeah. He had crabs? Uh, yeah, I think it was like in the 70s. I'll let him tell that story. I'm not going to talk about another man's uh, sexually transmitted disease on here. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> all right. So, I mean, whatever. Yeah, but they start swearing. I'm like, what's going on here? I, <laughs> I was watching that too, and it's Nick Costos, I believe. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, and the Packers. And I mean, what the fuck? And I was like, whoa, whoa, this is a radio.com operation. But all right, if that's cool with them, I'm cool with it too. So the Badgers, the Badgers kicked the shit, man, out of the fucking Wolverines. <laughs> all right. I got a confession to make about that game. Yeah. We talked about it, and I gave out all those betting numbers about how Harbaugh doesn't beat underdogs, how Harbaugh doesn't beat top 10 teams, and how Wisconsin does nothing but cover at home. You and took g- Michigan? And guess what I did last minute? Why? I don't play teams college football season. I play numbers. And for some reason, I played a team. I said, this has got to be the year that Jim Harbaugh at least wins 10 games and at least goes into that Ohio State matchup undefeated. If not, I could see him losing his job, even all that money that they owe him, because the guy does a great job recruiting, but can't recruit a starting quarterback because Shea Patterson was freaking terrible. But I feel like he wins this game. I just I wasn't completely sold on the quarterback position for Wisconsin. Next thing I know, Jack Cohn's like racing 40 yards into the end zone. That's when I knew it was over for Michigan. So, yeah, that's the confession I have to make. I took I took Michigan last minute, hated it, knew that game was <laughs> over once it was 14-0 and Jonathan Taylor was just beast mode in his way into the end zone, and I screwed myself on that. I think it's pretty clear what Michigan's going to do this year. They're going to drop a bunch of games that – they shouldn't, and then they're going to beat Ohio State. Right. That's and, probably what will happen. They're going to beat Ohio State, and then, then they'll get to the Big Ten Championship game. They'll take on Wisconsin. They'll beat us, and then they'll go to the college football playoff. So look at that. It's not over yet for Michigan. But it was a great win, and it puts Wisconsin's season in a different trajectory because now you've got a few games coming up with Northwestern, who I, I do think they cover. I think they're going to destroy them. Yeah. And they've always had problems with Northwestern, but I feel like every the, one of those games has been on the road. So I like Wisconsin the next few weeks. You get Kent State. You know, there's another bad team in there. I think Michigan State could be a challenge. But I, I think you get undefeated by the time you take on Ohio State. And so that's what we're looking forward to October 26th. Yeah, Jack for that game. Uh, already the date for that one. So good on Wisconsin to get into the top 10. Other games last weekend, well, Notre Dame-Georgia. Uh, if you want to comment on that, that was a great game. That was a really good game. I'm a little bit higher on Notre Dame after that one because I thought that going into this season, I think that Georgia may be the best team in the nation. I know everybody's talking about Alabama, and Alabama is really good, especially the receivers. I mean, Tua, all he has to do is throw up jump balls, and those guys are hauling it in. But I feel like Georgia's the most complete team in the nation. I really like Jake Fromm. 
Thought he was really good against Notre Dame. Uh, he does like checking down a lot and making short throws. I'd like to see him take more shots down the field, but I just feel like Georgia was the most complete team, and Notre Dame hung with them. They had a shot to win that game. If Maybe if Brian Kelly knows how to use the clock in the final quarter, they actually escape with one of their biggest wins in program history. So I'm a little bit higher on uh, Notre Dame. I'm glad to see they're still in the top 10. I think they're at 10. But Georgia, man, Georgia is tough. I think they're the most complete team. I like, I really like Clemson, but we keep seeing every week they just don't put together four full quarters. But I said the same thing about them last year, and they won the national championship. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, as good as he is, he still makes some questionable decisions with the football. But, I mean, he's so damn talented, and their skill position players all run 4-2, 4-3-40s. So they're so quick that they can play the matchups. But that was a – I would say that was the game of the week last week, right? Oh, yeah, maybe one of the season. Easily, of the, uh, yeah. Oh, what, Auburn, Georgia, or – Yeah, I mean, we always talk LSU, about – LSU, Texas. Right, we always talk – yeah, the Texas one was good. We always talk, though, about, you know, Notre Dame chokes and big situations and getting big games, and I feel like they hung right there with Georgia. They could have won that game. So I was a little bit – I mean, I was upset just the way that that one went down. The clock management was terrible by Brian Kelly, like I said. But I was still happy that they hung around and they didn't get clubbed by three scores like they did last year in the playoff by Clemson. One of the uh, themes of this podcast, the 20 minutes of college football we do every week, Radio.com, Bart Winkler, Ryan Horvath, is uh, been UCF, but they lost, so fuck them. Yeah, I was going to say, are you done on the uh, – are you jumping off the bandwagon, the UCF Well, no, bandwagon? I'm, I'm going to root for them every week, but they're not getting in the playoff. Yeah, that was they weren't getting in the playoff undefeated. That was a tough one too because they so were now down. I switch over to Boise State. <laughs> they come back in that game. That was back and forth. That was actually a really, really good game. That was an underrated game going into the day and kind of lived up to the hype. UCF, UCF, yeah, that was a good. Yeah, one. Pittsburgh, man, I don't. They're no good. So that kind of sucked. Yeah, that does suck, especially Pittsburgh coming off that lo- la, the loss the previous week where they choked it away against Penn State. You know who I like, and. I know we were kind of underrating them, and I didn't expect them to win. I bet against them last week, but Auburn, 4-0 now. They looked pretty good. They got a fresh Did you watch any of that game? I did. I watched I that entire game. I couldn't bear to watch it. Yeah. Again, I think Texas A&M doesn't do anything for me. Bo Nix is the real deal, possibly, though. He's only he's a true freshman, and Auburn, they just continue to win, 4-0. I picked against them. I thought A&M at home, they're going to pick up the W, but they're disappointing. And I think that Auburn could maybe hang around. Maybe they win 9-10 games. I'm saying the SEC is a little bit better than I expected. I was just thinking really top-heavy Georgia-Alabama. I don't know. Even Kentucky could kind of like sneak up on teams and give them a game. Let me just uh, verbally make love to my mid-major teams again for a second. Who are you going with? Well, so UCF's a 42.5-point favorite (laughs) against UConn. I'm just surprised to see a ranked number next to them because just judging on Twitter and stuff, People were so happy UCF lost. They were. Look at that. They see they never belonged here. Like, what? what? I never get society when we root for underdogs, when we don't. Like, March Madness, all you guys want to see is George Hamilton High get to the Final Four. Yeah. And then in any other sport, no, they have no business being there. They're not a blue blood, though. Well, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Who, who does Boise have? Do they play... Was there a game last night? Yeah, there was actually a game last night. Navy and Memphis. Oh, who won? Memphis, which is huge for me because I took Memphis over nine wins uh, as a is a is a future, and I think they're four and zero or five and zero already at this point. Uh, I took the under in that game; it went well over, so that was not great. But yeah, tonight, which Friday night we're recording this, is 
So there's some decent matchups. You get number 12, Penn State at Maryland. That was my lock of the week. I'm taking Maryland plus the six and a half points. For some reason, Penn State can't cover uh, big spreads or bigger spreads. See, you're spreads so on in turf. on that that I was going to throw some cheese down, but now I'm like, you're, like, you're so in on that. So you think that Penn State's the play? I don't know what the play is. I'm just worried to go with your play. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I. Yeah, usually I go against Maryland. I like them in this spot at home. I mean, they're six and one in their last seven against the spread at home. Maybe I stay up for Cal Arizona State tonight. I, I Cal is really really good. Yeah, I want undefeated teams to stay undefeated. Cal is really solid. You think Cal and you're thinking like they're just going to score forty points and give up thirty four? That's not this Cal team. They actually play a little bit of defense. Cal's not bad. There's some decent matchups tonight. And then we get to the weekend, though. Saturday afternoon. Like, I'm looking at this schedule right now. What am I excited for? Virginia and Notre Dame. But both teams are coming up. Well, Virginia ended up winning that game. Uh, but what are Notre we have two ranked matchups? Yeah, Notre Dame's coming off of a loss. And then we get USC at Washington. And USC is now on their third-string quarterback. They had already lost JT Daniels for the year with the torn meniscus or ACL, whatever it was. And then their backup gets knocked out of the game last week. And they still beat Utah. Yeah, and... Who would beat Utah? Who do Utah lose to? Who do Utah? Who beat who? Oh my God! Doesn't that seem like it was like a month ago? Who did Utah beat Week One? You Week One Utah was that BYU or is that Week Two? Yeah, I can't even remember now. BYU. Yeah, because then BYU could have a chance, but the, all these teams have this one loss already. Yeah, and then BYU got beat though. Man, I know. But the other day we were talking about how many of these teams can go undefeated, and now there's like none of them. Yeah, I just USC. So I was mad USC won because I want Utah to stay undefeated. I want teams to stay undefeated. Well, you'll get your undefeated teams though. Yeah, but not like the BS teams, like all the SEC teams. I'll tell you what really grinds my gears, uh, Ryan, is that if Georgia would have lost that game, yeah, and do they still have LSU and Alabama on their schedule? Yeah. So Georgia's going to lose a game. Well, the SEC title game would be the game against Bama, but yeah. Okay, and I think LSU has both. Mm-hmm. One of them's got both of somebody. Georgia's like, well, we lost. Uh, like if they would have lost to Notre Dame, Notre Dame goes undefeated, and then Georgia's undefeated. We should have, except for that game, we should have gone in because, you know, we lost, but we lost to a good team. But you lost. Right. Like this is the way it needs to be set up. If you're going to truly have – uh, the best four teams. I see. I'm not about that. I, I guess I'm not. I'm not about the best four teams. I'm about which teams most can claim to get to a college championship. Because if we're just doing the best four teams, like if we're doing the best four teams, it's Alabama, Clemson, and there's going to be two other SEC teams. Well, maybe you don't know that though. What if Ohio State goes unbeaten? See, they got the conference title game. That was my point about Notre Dame and why I want Notre Dame to be in a conference. Because yeah, it's cool when you get your rivalry matchups, USC and and Navy and BYU and all these games that we make up these fake rivalries for for Notre Dame. But now, okay, <laughs> that's a great example. I'm glad that you brought that up. Cool. Let's say that Notre Dame Georgia always bitches. Hey, we lost two games. There are two good losses. Okay, but look well, at you it. You lost two games. You had your chance. You lost. Look at it in Notre Dame's point of view, though. Okay, okay you lose play. one game, right? You lose one game, and it's pretty much a road game to Georgia. You lose that game on the road, and you're right there. You lose by a touchdown. You had a shot to win it in regulation. 
And now, let's say you go undefeated the remainder of the season, you have one loss, but you get the three, four undefeated teams in there that play in a conference title game, they're getting in over you. So Notre Dame could finish the season 10-1, and one, only lost to Georgia, and still not get into the college football playoff. That's my problem with Notre Dame not being in a conference, is that that conference championship game, that conference title game... Well, they made game, their own bed. Right, but that makes a huge difference. That's what I'm saying. Even if Alabama does lose a game here in the next three weeks, which they won't, they beat Georgia in the conference title game they're headed into the championship so is all that these teams fair? are making their own bet i mean it's not nobody's forcing you to be in these conferences you're in the sec because you make a shitload of money mm-hmm. you're in the sec because all the kids want to come there well and you're from the south which you know is kind of necessary you want to talk college with us who was that i think it was steve who's steve sparky oh you think he wants to do some college football with us I don't know. I'm not editing it out. Right. No, we'll leave it in here. And that's just a good way to show that at Intercom Milwaukee, we do not have enough studios to do our production. I know. We don't. (laughs) It's kind of a problem. When you were out, it was a huge problem. How? Well, Molly Cruz, who is on the mix, right? Yeah. Yeah. She... I think also is on like 14 different stations like across the country too. So I was just yeah. trying to cut a promo and get the hell out of Dodge. And she's like, oh, actually, I'm on air in Madison. I need this Yeah, studio. we're like the only ones here that work at one station. <laughs> so I needed like, I needed the studio for like fucking 35 seconds. And it ended up being like a three-hour process yeah. where I was here until like the Wendy's Big Show was wrapping up. And all I had to do was be like, hey, next on Chuck and Winkler, you know, this guy joins the show. And that's all I had to do. So we knew... And I made, like, a home studio at home, but it sounds like shit. Like, you need the walls. Like, everything needs to kind of be, I don't know what you would call this, soundproof, I guess? I mean, and if you're doing it at your no, home, there's, like, an echo in my house. But yeah, it's, like, it's... my kid is, like, crapping his pants in the next room, so it just never really works out. My so kid... are you excited for anything this week of college football? Uh, I guess I'm excited because I'm going to put $50 on Maryland tonight. Now. You're going to jump on that with me. Well, I might as well have something to text you about. I do want to brag a little bit while we... How many more minutes do we have here? Uh, Six. Okay, I want to brag for at least 60 seconds here on my Old Dominion pick because there were some people that were in my DMs uh, DMing me on that one. Oh, I wanted to bitch more about the SEC. Well, we could get back on that real quick, but I had Old Dominion plus 27.5. They were 27.5 point dogs last week on the road taking on an undefeated ranked Virginia team. And Old Dominion in the first quarter was up 17 to nothing. They took a three-score lead. I was getting a little nervous. Like, man, I should have probably threw some money on the money line, won myself $3,300 on a $100 bet. But they did end up losing that game. But I just want to pat myself on the back for that Old Dominion pick. Uh, On with the SEC. I would like to congratulate you, too. Thank you. No, I mean, let me answer your first question first. What am I looking forward to? Sitting on the couch. I might take the weekend off of college football. Like not watch it or just not better? No, not uh, not like last weekend, dude. I sat down at 11 and I went to bed at 1230. Well, because you had... At night. You had, see, we're not going to get that again this year, though. You had Michigan and Wisconsin right away at 11 a.m. You had the good SEC game at 230, and then you had the nightcap with Georgia and Notre Dame. So you were set throughout the day. It never works like that. Oh, you know what's bullshit is... Uh, so I'm trying to like watch four games at once. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you know what? I realize these are all on the ESPN family of networks. Mm-hmm. And they have ESPN goal line on ESPNU or Which ESPN sucks. News. So I turn it on because I want to. Uh, now we're going to take you to Harvard Penn. Right. And then they were showing James Madison, a uh, Division I AA. And yeah. What do, 
what's the point of this? No, it's like, give me the games I want. I came here to see. So here's what I'll do. I'll watch Wisconsin Northwestern. I'll probably fall asleep during that yeah, one. Yeah, there'll be a combined 90 punts in that game, most likely. I'll check out Oklahoma for a minute to see Jalen Hurts score five touchdowns. That'll be over by, what, uh, the second quarter with 641 on the clock? Clemson, North Carolina, I won't even look at. That'll be a fucking blowout. Bama, Ole Miss. Ole Miss sucks. Yeah, Ole Miss sucks. Don't well, even get me started on this. How do they get the 230 CBS Don't even get game. me started. I also backed Ole Miss last week, thinking SEC school. They are freaking terrible. That's who Cal beat last week. Cal beat the shit out of them. They were so physical. <laughs> you think Cal, you think like, you think, I don't know, Jared Goff type dudes just slinging the football around. Instead, they just out physical this team, beat the living hell out of an SEC team, Ole Miss. Uh, I'm done with Ole Miss. I will not even, I will not even glance at that. I like watching Florida, but they play Towson. Towson. You like watching Florida? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I like Florida. UCF plays at night, but I got no reason to watch them anymore. Yeah, they're done. Uh, Ohio State, Nebraska is not going to interest me. Nebraska sucks. Nebraska almost got beat last week by Illinois. They were down. They were trailing in the fourth quarter in Champaign to the fighting Lovey Smiths. That just shows you that we overrated Nebraska and I'd Scott stay Frost up for, a little bit. I'd stay up for Washington State, Utah at 9 o'clock. But That's the game of the week. But neither of the, both of those teams have a loss now. Hey, wait, I wait, just wait. want to watch undefeated teams stay undefeated. How in the fuck are we doing this podcast and not talking about There was one story in college football. Like We talked Georgia and Notre Dame. That didn't even matter. That Pac-12 after dark game, the UCLA. Uh, who the hell did UCLA beat last week? Why am I losing my mind right now? Oh yeah, I fell asleep. I didn't finish that. Washington State. Yeah, Washington 67-63. State. Yeah, Washington State's quarterback threw eight touchdown passes, and they still lost that game. They were down like I don't even remember four scores heading into the fourth quarter. I've never seen anything quite like that. It was like a Madden game on rookie. So I'm playing Daily Fantasy College a lot. Why? Sounds like an easy way to lose money. Well. Have you won anything? I'm about even. Oh, okay. So that's not but bad. I've got a buddy I know who like, writes for a website to yeah. do his picks, and they're always bad. Every time I use them, they're bad. So do these guys give you the bad picks? See, I stopped. That's when I started losing money. I used to win money when I first started gambling all the time because you just would do your own research. Yeah. But now with all these outlets and all these gambling podcasts and TV network shows and all these different websites, you find yourself looking and looking into this information and overthinking things a little bit too much. Whereas if you just look at the information yourself, I think you're better off. I, I stopped listening to touts because the same picks that they're selling you, they're probably going the opposite way on. Well, no shit. Right. They're like, oh, everyone's going to stack uh... – this Clemson running back, and then he then he sucks. Yeah, and then they probably play Travis Etienne. Right? Yeah, they probably yeah. play Kelly Bryant or some shit at yep. quarterback. They tell me to take on Jalen Hurts. I can't do daily fantasy for college because you just never know. I mean, you, if a team gets up three scores, then they're not going to run the ball again. You know what I mean? Like, like last week is a great example with Wisconsin. If Jonathan Taylor gets the ball thirty times in that game, if he gets thirty carries. He probably rushes for like four hundred and fifty yards. But you get up big on Michigan, he gets a little dinged up, and you take yeah. him out. Well, no, I still like doing the daily fantasy. I like doing, like, the two gamers and then well, it's something to do. I just I don't want to spend a lot of – it's easier for me to put money into DraftKings than it is Bovada. Yeah. Like, mentally in my head. Well, do you get paid out the same way? 
Like, do you get yeah. a foreign check from DraftKings, or do they? No, they put it back on your card. Oh yeah, see, I that's what I do not like about Bavada because I don't do Bitcoin, and I really don't want. Oh, to Bitcoin's check. easy. I'll teach you. Eh. No, it's easy. I just like the money going right into my account, though. Oh, yeah, all right. That's 20 minutes of, well, it's probably about 12 minutes of college football and two minutes of Sparky and three minutes of complaining. We'll be back next week with more college football. We actually have 10 seconds. Any other thing you want to say? Uh, no. All right, see ya. Let's do the picks. I'm fucking beat. I know, let's do these picks. Picks are easy. I mean, it's a shitty week at college football.